commands us. He commands us to love. He commands us to be holy. Well, he is holy. We are his children. So we must represent him. And we cannot represent him from our own self. But if God, God sent his son so that we could live through him. That's what I said. Through Christ. He gives us the power to live holy. Amen. First John, I'm going to read and you're hearing First John uh, 4 and 8 and 9, but then we're going to uh, go to John 3 and 16, and I know most of us know that. Okay. And I'm not going to ask you to stand, but we're going to go, I'm just going to go ahead and read this in your hearing. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this, the love of God was manifested toward us that God has sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. John 3 and 16, we're going to say it all together. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. You may be seated. Simply, I'm going to talk to you today about God's love. God's love. Not man's love. God's love. But I'm going to read back into your hearing uh, before going to that uh, a poem I read the last time that I was up. And I kind of made a little bit of changes, but we're going to go with it. The word of God for the believing soul. The word of God is divine knowledge, holy inspiration. It's heavenly wisdom, understanding truth and revelation. It's the giver of life, the creator of all creation. It's love and light and the redeemer of the nation. It's pure rivers of water and the solid rock foundation. It's the power of God unto salvation. It's the act of forgiveness and reconciliation. It's the minister of healing and restoration. It's joy and peace in trials and tribulations. It's separation from the world through sanctification. It's the entry door to the new creation transformation that is received by faith in life's application. It's nourishment for your spirit so you can grow. It's God's word, God's love for the believing soul. So we know that God is holy, God is spirit, and God is truth. And we must worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen? So we talk about God's love. God's love. It's not man's love. God defines love. God is the author of love. Man is not the author of love. Man comes up with his definition of what love is, but God defines love. Because we just read in 1 John 4 and 8 today, God is love. And he that loves knows God and is born of God. But we're not talking about a human love. We're talking about a supernatural type love. Because we know our love is shaped. It's sometimes. It's wishy-washy. It's when I feel like love. And we know that is not God's love. Amen? But we want to act on it. James chapter 1 and verse 17 says that every good and perfect gift 
we're shadowy and we're, we're shady. Our love is, but God's isn't. So we see that in James, uh, that he's the, uh, he gives a good and perfect gift. So we're seeing that love is good and it's perfect, right? And it's a gift. It's a good and perfect gift, but it comes from the Father. So we understand. That God gives good gifts. That God didn't make no junk. God don't give no junk. Right? So we, we're gonna, we, we see that. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you back. Because we said John, we're going to go John 3.16. We always done John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he, he gave his only begotten son. So he gave a good and perfect gift. Okay, but we're going to go back to creation. Genesis chapter 1 says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form. It was, it was void, and it said darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God hovered over the, the face of the water. It said, and God said, let there be light. So a command went forth. The word went forth. And there was light. He saw the light. He said, and it was good. He saw the light that it was good. He didn't say anything about the darkness being good. Right? And then this is what he does. He takes the light and he separates it from the darkness. So what he's doing there is he's making a distinction between light and darkness. Now he's making a separation from the light and the darkness. See, because in this, in this distinction and this separation, there's, a, there's, a, uh, there's an operation in that. See, because see, now he, not only is there a distinction and a separation, he names them. He names the light day and he names the darkness night. So we have to understand that everything that God names it has a functioning within the name. The name defines its function. The light has a function. So he gives the light a dominion. The darkness has a function. The darkness gets a dominion. Okay? So it has this operation of work. Now said, now what we want to do is we want to look back and see that well, we see that there's a, a forming. Okay? Because we're looking at God's love in action. Okay? We see an empty earth, a formless, void, dark earth. And God speaks his word into it. He speaks light into it. Not only is he speaking light into it, now he's going to start produ producing light. He's going to start forming the earth. That means he's going to start putting his hands on it and forming it. Not only is he going to put his hands on it, he's going to start filling it up. Filling it up with his goodness. With things from himself. Because this is what? His, his, this is his, his creation. And he created it out of love. Because he is love. So the purpose of creation is because what? God loved. Because God is love, he created everything out of love. And that's what we have to understand. So if you have to ask yourself, why are you here? You're here because God loves you. This is, and this is the beginning of God's love. 
Now, but we see also that when he makes human beings, he forms them, right? Yeah. Forms them out of the dust of the ground. Then what? He breathes into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man becomes a living soul. So what? He takes and forms him and fills him. You see, and, he, and he names him, okay? He names him and he gives him dominion over the earth. Now, we're looking at this, okay? We're, we're looking at God's love in action. So what, what, what we're going to do is we're going to go back to John 3, 16, how it says that but God so loved the world that he gave. Now, we know that the earth went through a transformation from the beginning because we see that God's love in action is transforming the, the, the formless, the void earth and the dark earth into something else. Now, we know that it went through another transformation when God gave the command to the man not to eat from the tree. When they broke the command, darkness came in, which was sin. And sin entered into human beings. This was not God's plan or design in the sense. But God, being all-knowing and sovereign and, uh, and can do what he wants to do, he already pre-planned that he was going to send a piece of himself to redeem us from that sin, from that darkness. Okay? So now we're seeing that from the fall, from the fall of the disobedience, that God's going to do something else. Okay? So now we go back to John 6, 3 and 16. Say, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now, we look at our lives after a fallen state. We turn back into almost a formlessness. Yeah. An emptiness. Okay? And then he needs, and, and what darkness is in, within. Now, what God says that he sends his son into the earth. He sends his son into the earth. So what he's doing, he's planting himself back into the earth. Because remember, he spoke life into the earth, but now he has to send himself in the form of a man back into the earth to redeem us from our sin. You see that? So he's planting. He's replanting again. He's already planted before. He's planting again. Okay? He's planting again. So God so loved the world that he gave. So now, therefore, that the word is going forth, he speaks now. He speaks again. We're seeing that he speaks again. He spoke to our hearts, right? He spoke to our hearts the gospel. The gospel. So therefore, light is going forth again. Life is going forth again. And when we receive that light, it separates us from the darkness. It separates us from the darkness, right? And with that, he gives us a purpose, right? A purpose in the light. Because why? Our life is hidden in Christ now. Our real life is hidden in Christ. So now, with the forming, there's a feeling, okay? What does he fill us with? He fills us with his Holy Spirit. So therefore, that God's love can only be produced by God. That's why I'm saying that. It's not your love that produces God's love. Only God's love can beget God's love. Only God's seed can produce God's seed. Just like if you plant an apple tree, it's not going to produce oranges. So if God plants his seed in the earth, what's, what's, the, what's the bottom line supposed to be? It's supposed to produce what he planted. And so if he planted his seed, which was the sun, then what is ultimately supposed to be produced? More sons. That's God's love at work. 
So now, God's love in us does not look like us. It looks like Jesus. Because this is why I took you back to Genesis, is that what you need to see is that God's love in us is Jesus, which produces a new Genesis in us. You see that? It's a new Genesis. So God in us is Jesus. And so when we have Jesus abiding in us, it creates a new Genesis. Right? The new forming, the new feeling, the new separation from the darkness, the new life. That's God's love. You see how God loved us, right? For God so loved the world that he gave, that he planted his seed back into the earth. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Because that's what, that's what his intent was from the beginning. That his children be reunited with him and live forever with him. That is God's love. Amen? So it says that uh, Jesus is our accepted response to the light of his word. Jesus is the separation from darkness. Jesus is in us. God's promise to save us. Jesus in us is God seeing his son and not your sin. Jesus in us is God's Holy Ghost power that fills us within. Jesus in us is a new creation transformation that names us the children of God. That's God's love. Amen? Let me finish it out. See, God's love is not our plan. God's love is not the love of man. God's love sent a Savior for us. God's love in the name of Jesus. God's love, the pure and holy love that made the way. Receive God's love. Accept the Savior today. Because God's love is in us, it creates a new genesis in us. Amen. Amen. So we thank the Lord for his word. We thank you, Lord, for your power, your spirit, Heavenly Father. We just uh, ask that someone's hearts might have been touched, Heavenly Father, by your word, Heavenly Father. We just pray uh, that they would accept Jesus as their Savior and accept Jesus as their new Genesis. And know that it is God's love that saves. It's God's love that creates. It's God's love that forgives. It's God's love that heals. And, Lord, we just thank you for your love. We thank you for Jesus Christ. And we thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit. Will you stand? <laughs>